everybody. This is Sarah. And this is Rob. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 156. Well, hello. Hello. Morning morning edition. Morning edition. Not the same morning edition that's on NPR. That's much classier. <laughs> this is the How Much Do We Love morning edition. What are you drinking then? I'm, uh, well, Bourbon. I have an empty cup. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I have an empty cup of coffee and a glass of water. Nice. And I I'm also drinking. have, oh, I also, there's also a bowl of water for the cats on the oh. table because I had an ant invasion this morning and so their oh. cat food is currently up on the table. Yay, California. Yay. Ants have I, a fact of life I've, here. I've got coffee out of my gigantic Hedwig the Owl mug that I bought at his Harry Potter World oh. of Wizarding. Fantastic. Which they're building in LA, by the way. I just read that. Breaking news. Do, 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 do. That was yeah. the breaking news um, yes. sound. Um, so I wanted to tell you a story. Rob and I both have iPhone 4S's, right? right? And it has Siri, you know, your little sort of personal assistant, and she transcribes what you dictate to her, and you can yes. ask her to do tasks. And you can also, what I find most useful is you can dictate your text messages or your, or your emails or whatever. It's fantastic. And most of the time, it's really pretty accurate. It is. Every now and then, it'll, you'll be like, yeah, no, that's not what I said. So the other day... It was a Saturday, and I had spent the entire day on the sofa watching Parenthood because I'm totally bandwagon it. Yay! Oh, my God. It's good. It's so good. I watched kind of an embarrassing amount of episodes. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how many, but it's in the double digits. Oh. It's well into the double digits. Because now every, time, every day I come home, I'm like, oh, Survivor's on. Or I could watch another episode of Parenthood on Netflix. It's nice. sort of now superseding any of my other programming options. But anyway, I had, that was the day I was sucked in. So my friend had dropped his iPhone and had to go to the Apple store to deal with that and had a Genius Bar appointment. And we were messaging back and forth about whether we were going to go out later. And he was saying, oh, it's about to be my, my appointment's about to start. Um, you know, what do you want to do? And I dictated. And it takes a, you dictate it and it takes a second to think and then it pops in the dictation, right? I dictated, I might still be in my pajamas. And then I thought, you know, I don't think I should send that because what if he's handed the phone to the Genius Bar right. person? That's always my fear when I have to hand my phone to the Genius Bar that something horrifying like that will pop up. I thought that was bad. But then when the actual transcription popped in, what Siri thought I said was, I might still be in my vagina. Whoa. <laughs> Can you imagine? He hands his phone. Yeah, well, I dropped it today and it cracked. I might still oh. be in my vagina. <laughs> Excellent. That was one of my favorite Siri misfires. That's good. Miss, it's a good one, right? It's one of my favorite Siri misfires so far. I haven't, uh, I've used the little dictation thing for sending text messages, but I actually haven't used Siri too many times. I don't use it that much. I use her for setting either. timers and setting appointments and stuff, but I really love the dictation for messaging and for yeah. email. Gosh, it's made e emailing from the phone now is so easy. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Yes, we do. Um, we're going to talk about a lot about holiday shopping and planning for the holidays. And I want to start by talking about a website that Rob has not played with yet, but I feel, Rob, that you will be sucked in. Excellent. It's called Pinterest.com. Okay. It's like interest with a P. We've had so many listeners. I've been to, I've been on this site for a long time, but I don't hadn't really been using it that much. But we've had so many listeners write in and go, are, are you guys ever going to talk about Pinterest? Because they're so into it. And okay. What it is, is it's essentially sort of a, a bookmarking site um, mm -hmm. and sh a sharing site. So you can, you have an account and then you have a bunch of pin boards where you might pin up um, photos of stuff you find online for wedding ideas or 
cocktails you might want to make or makeup tips or craft ideas or cool shoes. And you, you pin them on, you pin them onto your pin boards and then everybody else can see what you're pinning and they can share them and repin them and comment. And you can also just sort of browse around the site and look at what all of your friends have pinned or what all of the Pinterest members have pinned. But you can also pin anything you find online. So, you know, I like to look at a lot of recipe blogs. I might find a recipe for some outrageous macaroni and cheese recipe and, and pin it. So it's sort of a place to keep all of that stuff. It's great for people who like to visualize. Um, but I mean, right, I'm looking at the front page right now, uh, and it's, there's pictures of a three-cheese chicken Alfredo bake and um, a beautiful rug and some kind of cool tripod and a pan of roasted vegetables, all kinds of stuff. It's really it. cool. I feel like you would really like it, especially since you love to you know, decorate and do design. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, we have a lot of listeners on there. Um, so check it out. I don't think you need an invite, but if you do, I, I, I probably, there's probably some kind of referral link I can put up on the site. Um, but it's kind of addictive. You just browse around. One of our listeners said that sometimes late at night, she has pinsomnia. <laughs> and another listener said sometimes she needs a pintervention. Love it. I know. We also like a website that encourages lingo. Yes. So I also keep a board of stuff we've talked about on the podcast and um, like gifty things I have. But it's great for the holidays because you can get great ideas about packaging or handmade gifts. Or one of the things I pinned was, um, you know, the sort of classic idea of giving hot chocolate mix. Yes. This uh, this is a really cool link. It's a picture with a link to um, a version of that where it's in this pretty jar, but it's layered with crushed up peppermint and what looks like maybe crushed up chocolate cookies or chocolate chips or something. And it's, it's like, what? So f touch of fancy hot chocolate mix gift Delicious. idea. Yeah. yeah. Or gift tags or just great shopping ideas. I think it's great for the holidays. I love it. I love a gift guide. I like yes. me. I like each magazine that I get. I like to look at their gift guide and see what they're recommending. It's I like it. I, I like, like it too. Well, gives you ideas. Sometimes like straight up, I'm like, yes, that's it. That's what I'm going to give someone. But sometimes I, uh, it's a good place to just, uh, for inspiration for the next step of how to make it personal or your own. Absolutely. Well, we're working on our own How Much We Love gift guide, which should be up by the time I post this episode. So awesome. go to howmuchdoelove.com and you can find it. Um, it's going to have a lot of links to stuff we've talked about throughout the year and also some new stuff. And we're going to talk about a few of those. And I want to tell you about one other shopping website um, that I really like called yes. fab.com. That's awesome. Um, it, it's one of, it's sort of a, they have different stores every day um, from different artists and companies um, where you can purchase different cool stuff. I don't even really know how to describe it. It's, um, they have all kinds of crazy stuff and anywhere from $10 items to $2,000 items. But they might have, like today they have um, core bamboo, smart bamboo kitchenware and mm, urban case minimal handmade furniture or there's a one with Scandinavian designs for home. A lot of it is it's just a really neat way to find companies that you didn't know about or artists that you didn't know about. Um, it's very cool, but you kind of have to look at it every day to see what they've got. Yeah. I've, I've ordered a bunch of stuff already. Really? Ooh, look at these cute lunch boxes they have today. I just oh. saw the lunch boxes. Those look like you. Super cute. And then Oots. What was that? Oots, is that what? Oots. <laughs> that the one you're we invented at? lunch boxes and bouquets. I have to go click in there. Um, 
they also right now are having a ho- their own sort of holiday gift guide, which is one little pop-up store of all gifts under $100. And there's a real big range in there. And I think those are all, anything from that page is guaranteed to arrive before the holidays. The other stuff, sometimes the shipping takes a while. But um, they have a lot of cute ideas in that holiday shop. And it keeps changing. Yeah. I like it. It, it, it's kind of, it's so eclectic, but it all kind of has this aesthetic of, it reminds me a little bit of like, uh, the Museum of Modern Art catalog. Yes. Uh, and it's, or With like a touch of, of Urban Outfitters sometimes. Yeah. Like it almost has like a, I don't know, like Vanguard craft fair feel to it right. too, a little bit. Um, I really, really like it. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's very cute. It's sometimes a little hipstery and sometimes very yeah. classic. It's, it's really cute. So um, I think you have to have an invite to do it. I will put um, a link to sign up on howmuchdoylove.com. Um, and I think you guys should check it out. Really cute stuff. I love looking. I get an email every day. They're a little aggressive with the emails, but you can turn those off. Yeah. Um, oh, they have cute. They often have cute pop-up stores of pet beds and things. A lot of cute pet beds. I will say, um, and our listener Anna is the one who pointed me to this site, and this was her tip as well. Occasionally their prices aren't necessarily fantastic, but sometimes you might see something you like, and then you can go Google it and find it somewhere else for cheaper. But it is something you probably never would have found otherwise. Absolutely. So it's a good research tool. So that's going to be – we'll put that in our our gift guide links section. Um, well, why don't you tell us about a couple of new gift ideas? That a couple you- of new gift ideas. Okay. Well, um, one of them that I'm very excited about is a new game that I've started playing Ooh. here. We have game nights a lot uh, here in the Actors Housing in Sarasota, which we've mainly been playing Monopoly. But then someone's uh, brought in Mexican train dominoes. Never seen them. It is so much fun. Uh, it's like. Uh, Gosh, what's that game where you're, it's a card game where you're kind of playing solitaire with everyone else at the same time, like Nerds? Nerds. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like Nerds and Dominoes at the same time. So you have your own little train, your train in front of you that is your uh, chain of the dots needing to match up. But they're Mm -hmm. special Dominoes because they go all the way to 12 instead of 10. Oh, all right. Uh, I think traditional ones would only go to nine. Yeah. Anyway, so they... uh, so they're they're and I like the tiles. I like the I like the flipping over the tiles. I like the sound the tiles make. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have your little train in front of you, and then when you can't play anymore on your own train, uh, you you put a little plastic train at the head of it, which means other people can play on your train. All right. And then there's also like this group train, which is maybe vaguely racist, but it's called the Mexican train <laughs> that everybody can get on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the the history of why it's called the Mexican train, but it's like if you Google it, that's uh that's what they're called. And um, we uh, the link that I put up is from like Amazon, and it just mm-hmm. comes in a little tin box, so it's really portable, and it's very colorful, um, colored dots because each it's number, cute. yeah, um, each number because some of them are hard to count how many are on them. Um, they're all a different color as well. So you're like, oh, the 10s are burnt orange. Got and, it. Uh, yeah. Cute. It looks fun. Yeah, I it's didn't, I've never very even fun. heard of it. I have dominoes, but I haven't I haven't played too many varieties. So, and these look these look even cooler. It's yeah, it's a uh, it's fun. It's a good group game. The other thing that I like about it is that uh, there there are some games that you have people over for, and it's uh, it's difficult to keep a conversation going. 
mm-hmm. wallet because you kind of have to be watching the board or, uh, you know, if it's a card game, you want to be figuring out how much how much Trump is still left or whatever right. it is that you and this is really uh while you still are need need to be paying attention on some level, you can kind of like play your turn, visit with the person next to you, and you don't really need to check out what's going on until it's your turn again, right? You know, and then kind of assess what's happening with the board. Yeah. So I, for that reason, I really like it because if you were having friends over for a cocktail or something and just wanted a fun little game, you know, it's um, it's not it's super my- hot and heavy. Yeah, and it's yeah. not like, you know, playing, and it also doesn't have that intense feeling of playing like Catchphrase or one of yeah. our other favorite games. Oh, Catchphrase, I'm putting that on the list. Catchphrase, I I brought with me here to Sarasota as well, because that's my favorite game night game. I love for, it. For we groups. Love Catchphrase. I have a game section of the gift guide. I'm putting Catchphrase in it right now. It's good. You know, the Catchphrase uh, machine, they've changed it a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, it's actually, the next button is gigantic, and the other buttons are less prominent so Hmm. you know when you used to hand it off to someone often they would hit the clock button instead of the next button yes (laughs) yes now they're not the same size so that doesn't happen all right does it still make that incredibly stressful beeping sound it sure does my my blood pressure is raising just thinking about it (laughs) i went to buy my i was i'm gonna ask for the mexican train a domino set for christmas uh my friend ian has been the one who's been bringing it Ah. to game night Mm -hmm. so i'm asking for it for christmas because uh would be an easy thing. It seems like, like a mom. great gift. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like $13. It's an easy thing for like my sister to buy me. And even maybe a good stocking gift. Totally. Yeah. Um, I went to Barnes and Noble the other day and they have like a really pretty good g- game section there. And I'm like, I wonder if they have Mexican train and I find it. And it's like a special edition one that comes in a little metal suitcase that looks like mission impossible. Wow. And it can like be the, a dossier inside or something. And, <laughs> right. But there's like this hub that goes in the very middle that all of the uh, trains go out of mm-hmm. so that it it kind of takes this starburst kind of pattern as you're playing. Uh, and the one <laughs> that they had there was like three dimensional and looked like um, train tunnels. Wow. And then it was sound activated so that when you <laughs> so that when you got a train on yours, it would make a choo-choo sound. Oh, I love it. Which, by the way, when our friend Christine plays Mexican train with us, uh, whenever you get a train put on your chain of events, she calls it choochin' it. She's like, choo-choo it up. <laughs> Are there any things that you get to yell out in this game? Well, we yell chooch a lot. Okay. And our friend Liz, who plays with us, is like, I am never going to say the word chooch. So please Just stop. FYI. Please stop pushing this on me. This is a little more demure than Christine and I, but we're like, That's we're just, fantastic. we like to sip our whiskey and be like, chooch, chooch it up. I love it. It's I'm, fun. I'm seeing on Amazon that there are a lot of different um, collector sets. National Geographic has a super schmancy one and a fancy box. Cute. I like it. Well, the the basic one that uh, that Ian has is just a little rectangular metal box with brightly colored in it, and I think it was on Amazon for like yeah, thirteen dollars. Yeah, that's 14 the page dollars. I'm on. There's, but I, yeah. if you scroll down, you can see, you know, there's all related. Version. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know it was like a thing. I didn't so either, but um, Ian brought it over, and I will also say it was a. You know, when someone brings a new gift to game night, you're always a little like, oh, then yeah, we have the learn the learning yes. and. And I can say that within like one round of everybody doing it, uh, everyone's like, oh, great. Got it. 
and then it was like we were playing so that's always good for a game night too that no one's going to be stressed that they're not no good one's at listening it. while you're reading the directions. That stresses right. me out. <laughs> and there's a, right. And there's, we also have in our game night circle uh, an actor who actually was a math major at Princeton. Oh. And he, within moments, of course, it's because he wasn't winning. He was like, this is stupid. This is all a game of chance. We could, we might as well just sit here and roll the die over and over and over again. <laughs> I was like, well, or we can have fun. Right. <laughs> Shut up and chooch. Chooch it up. Chooch it up. I think another, and and we'll put all these in the guide too, but um, another group of fun How Much We Love fave games includes Bananagrams. Yes. Um, Apples to Apples is a great one. Mm-hmm. Have you played Apples to Apples? I love that. I love it. That's a that's a good one, and it's easy for people to learn. Um, Flux is another one of my favorites. I'm going to be out bringing that to Florida. I don't think you've played that. I haven't. And also what I noticed at Barnes & Noble in the game section was left, right, center. Didn't you play that? Oh, yes. I, I Yes. I learned that about that on the Game Night Guys podcast, and I bought a set of the dice and chips, and I, if I can find them, I will bring those. That's also fun. Also fun to play at a bar with a group of people. Oh, Easy fun. peasy. I mean, it's really chance. It's full on chance. Yeah. It is literally sitting around and rolling the dice. <laughs> <laughs> literally. That's literally all there is to it. But it's enjoyable, especially if you play with dollars oh. instead of chips. Um, <laughs> it's fun. You end up with a pile of singles. Well, very fun. I hope the I, – I wondered – I meant to look at the Game Night Guys podcast to see if they've talked about Mexican trained dominoes. I don't think they have. I don't think they have. I'm behind, but I don't know. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen tell us what you think. The dominoes gauntlet has been thrown. Yeah. Play it. All right. Let's, let's hit another couple of highlights from our guide. Okay, my turn again. Yeah, do another. All right. Um, another thing that I am really excited about, and I will confess that I don't know a ton about it, but I'm intrigued and I want it. I'm a big fan of children's books mm-hmm. and uh, really good illustrated books. And there's a great author uh, and illustrator, Chris Van Allsburg, who a lot of people know for doing the Polar Express is his book. Okay. And Jumanji is his book. Oh. He, a long time ago, did a picture book called The Mysteries of Harris Burdock. And it, they were really intriguing illustrations with just one line of dial or one line of story on the other side. And the thought was that you would sit with your child or uh, by yourself and make up the rest of the story looking at the picture. And, and it was this whole conceit that the, the the actual words of Harris Burdick have been lost over the years, but we still have the illustrations. And uh-huh. it was kind of prompting you to make your own story. So this year, Chris Van Allsburg came out with a book called uh, The Chronicles of Harris Burdick. Mm-hmm. And I think he used the same illustrations from that original one, but he had really well-known authors, some of them, uh, like more kids, kids authors, and some of them just famous, other famous people. They all wrote stories to go with, um, to Fantastic. go with these illustrations. Anyway, uh, I saw it the other day at a bookstore, and and it's also just all of his stuff is beautiful, and it's a it's kind of a big, oversized, almost like a coffee table book, storybook. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a very good gift for anyone with kids or anyone who just likes like fantasy imagination kind of storytelling i would totally read that it's a great list of authors and they're always a little dark too like yeah 
Lois Lowry, who's one of my very favorite kids book authors, mm-hmm. is one of the contributors. She wrote The Giver, which is one of my all-time favorite books. Stephen King? Stephen King. Yeah. Stephen King loves... Uh, he had used uh, Chris Van Allsburg for another project, I think, too. Uh, it's it's a he's an interesting fellow. Um, I know ne- I was never happy with how the Polar Express turned out looking so creepy as a movie, mm-hmm. but the actual storybook is so gorgeous and pretty and yeah. Fantastic. So that's I that's like a, it. That's another little hint slash is on my wish list. I'm kind of that seems like it would be good for kids or adults, and it's only about fourteen dollars on Amazon at least. Yeah, which is pretty good for a big hardcover book. Yeah. Um, I like it. Another thing on our list, which is another Robbie find, is this um, Crate and Barrel sells this really cute set of mini loaf kits. So which, cute. If you are a holiday baker, this would be a great way to make some sort of, say, delicious pumpkin bread or a festive holiday loaf of some sort. And these are disposable. They look like they're almost made they of are. paper. Yeah. It, they are. It's like a hard um, wax, like corrugated. Um, cardboard. So they kind of look like, you know, sometimes when you go to like a Panera or something and you get uh, like one of their big cakes and they're kind of in like, um, you know, it's almost like a coffee sleeve. Yes. Texture. Right. It's uh, that's what they're like. And it's really um, cute. And it has yeah, little snowflakes on the outside. And they come with um, there's four of them. And then they come with little cellophane bags and too. gift ties. So you can wrap up four different things. It's really yeah. cute. It's at like crateandbarrel.com. A good thing that if you were, say you were going to give someone like the baked cookbook that we had talked about uh, in previous episodes, do that and then maybe make the lemon lemon loaf or the pumpkin chocolate chip loaf and put it in there. Or maybe you've got like a favorite family banana bread or zucchini bread that you would want to make. I think it would be really good. It's really cute. I um, I, One of the things I'm going to be doing this year, I don't know if I mentioned this on the other show, you know, we're still obsessed with the artisan bread in five minutes a day cookbooks. I have some rye dough resting right now, you guys. Exciting rye. Um, in fact, I need to turn the oven on. Um, <laughs> Got to get cracking here. TikTok. Um, but one of the things that I'm hoping to do for the holidays is bake loaves of bread, you know, pretty artisanal bread, and put them in a cute, like just a brown paper lunch sack. Mm-hmm. And then give them with a bottle of um, like uh, dipping olive oil with herbs. Mm. Which I think is cute. Oh, you kit. know what? I think you did mention this on the yes. on the episode where we talked about the bread. Yeah, so well, I found this this cute um, with the help of Jungle Marge. These cute, I think the company is called Davis and Davis. Appropriately enough, they make oh, um, oh. it's a cute bottle with a with one of those pourer tops, and it uh-huh. has already mixed up herbs and stuff in it. And you add a little bit of hot water, and then you fill the rest with olive oil, and you have delicious dipping oil. I think that would be a great little homemade gift. And then the person has the nice bottle with the stopper to yeah. use again, um, but also very economical. And people love getting homemade stuff, but I thought actually putting the bread in a brown paper lunch bag, then you could decorate it or, you know, put a twisty at the top or something. Totally. cute. And it's kind of the same vibe as this, which looks like it's sort of that brown brown paper. Yeah. Packages tied up with string. I got to tell you, I'll say my very favorite, uh, and this is like bonus helpful hint for gift wrapping. My favorite kind of gift tag, I always go get to like a hardware store or an office supply store and I get Avery key tags oh yeah mm-hmm. and they're like the the round white cardboard with the silver around the edge right. they're meant to be like you know for your like apartment number three right apartment, you know but you i have a use little hole as, in them yeah i use those as gift tags they're my very very favorite that's fantastic i like those Might makes put that everything my olive oil bottles yeah it's good and you could deck you know you could also decorate them if you had a cute little stamp that would be good 
like a stamp, a custom stamp or a stamp of a cat. No. <laughs> Whatever stamp you have. Whatever stamp you had. Oh, there's an ant on my computer. Um, <laughs> God, California, it's winter. Ugh. Well, I feel like that's a good um, that's teaser. That's a good start. We, yeah. might, we, might do, we might highlight some more gifts later on. Um, we've got a lot of exciting things happening in the next week. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back with some more. We may be at Disney topics. World next week. And we may. There may be a, maybe there'll be a video. Maybe. Ooh, what if there was a Tower of Terror video? Oh, <laughs> yes. Reg- <laughs> instant regret. Instant regret. <laughs> <laughs> my parents were here, you know, for Thanksgiving and I was getting the guest room ready for them. And I found tucked in a bookshelf, the souvenir photo that I bought when Jungle Marge and I went on the Tower of Terror several years back, which was an enormous undertaking for her. And she was so proud of herself. She told everybody in every line we were in the rest of the day that she had gone <laughs> on it. And the picture is hilarious. I, I do love those souvenir pictures. They're great. I, you know, growing up, I'd be like, oh, I can't buy them. They're too expensive. They are funny. I now sometimes will just suck it up and buy them. They're funny to me. I have a we really have a good one. Yes. On the No Regrets ride that we hated. <laughs> Some <laughs> sort of horrible. high tower drop thing that was no good. <laughs> no good. No good. I'm <laughs> just laughing remembering it. All right. So we will be back soon. Come check out um, our gift guide suggestions at howmuchdoelove.com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, we also have a Google Plus account now, a, a Google Plus brand page. Search for How Much Do We Love. Um, we're everywhere. You can't escape us. That's right. All right. Well, we're going to escape from you right now, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.